Praise the Lord. Amen. Sorry about that, brothers and sisters. God bless everyone this evening. Uh, God bless the group. Uh, thank you all for um, worshiping this evening with us. God is good. Uh, well, we've got a special service uh, this evening. I have uh, was thinking about a couple of things these last couple of weeks, and uh, God's kind of uh, led me to be able to just come to you guys and be able to talk about a couple of things that I think are really important. The title of uh, today's message is The Great Divide, um, and God bless everyone. Dos bendiga a todos, hermanos. El título no lo tienen ahí. Van a ser que me vuelto. La Gran División. Dos bendiga a todos esa tarde. Pues tengo alguien aquí bien especial en mi vida. Alguien que Dios me dio hace años, como 20 21 años, uh, mi esposa uh, Jennifer, que, los, que lo conocen aquí, uh, quería hablar de, de cosas de matrimonio, uh, cosas que hemos pasado en nuestras vidas y cosas que podemos uh, aprender más y hemos aprendido uh, de muchos ejemplos en nuestras vidas, pero doy gracias a Dios um, por uh, la esposa que me dio uh, y hablando con ella ahora, uh, Estábamos hablando de diferente, diferentes cosas que hemos pasado y queríamos compartirlos con ustedes. Uh, God bless everyone. Like I said, um, the title of the message is The Great Divide. Uh, I have a very special guest here, my wife of 21 years. I had a look at her a little while ago, if you missed that in Spanish. Um, but praise God, uh, these 21 years have been a blessing. Uh, we've been through a lot of different things in our marriage. Um, but God has uh, always uh, prevailed in all the things that we've we've gone through. So we're grateful for that. And in talking with my wife today, uh, we just wanted to share a couple of uh, uh, things of what God's done and 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 what God's still doing. God's still working. Uh, the most beautiful thing about um, our marriage is the the dysfunction that it started with to where God has taken it to now, where we're working daily and we recognize things that we must work on and things that, um, um, that, we, that we've, you know, overcame. Uh, the, the struggles early on aren't the struggles that we have today. Um, and it's all because of not only, I, would, I wouldn't use the term compromise, but I would use the term of growth um, in, in our lives. And so I have her here, I've asked her here to, uh, just to be able to talk through a couple things. Uh, como estaba diciendo hermanos hemos pasado cosas en nuestro matrimonio uh, no es un matrimonio que era, que era perfecto um, pero es un matrimonio que hemos aprendido mucho y Dios ha, nos ha ayudado en muchas cosas y por eso queremos hablar uh, esta noche en esas cosas pero um, quería comenzar con un, con un statement no sé cómo se dice uh, un dicho uh, que yo escribí aquí uh, la importancia de dos juntos es una mente uh, es importante cuando dos están juntos que hay un mente que tienen um, para, para llegar a este punto los dos deben estar fundados en Cristo uh, uh, esto es donde mucho de los uh, Cosas que fallan en matrimonios pasan. Matrimonios cristianos, estoy hablando más. No vamos a hablar de matrimonios mundanos porque no hay um, el fundamento de Cristo en ellos. 
so brothers and sisters, I want to start out with a statement that I wrote here. Um, the importance of two together in one mind uh, is, you know, to get to the point that each, to get to this point, you must each build uh, its foundation in Christ. Um, this is where most critical mistakes happen. Um, what ends up happening in a lot of situations is I'm building my own uh, independence uh, as she's building her own independence and we're not building on something that's connecting us together, um, which is what doesn't allow the, the one mind to, to connect itself. And this is what God intended is for us to be connected uh, through him in the best way that we can. Uh, so I think it's very important for, uh, for two minds to, to be that one mind uh, and also for, you know, that mind to be established on Christ. Uh, and this is where, you know, early on, and we can, we'll talk about it a little bit, some of the struggles were um, that we encountered. Uh, and God bless, uh, you know, people in our lives. You know, I, I'm very grateful to Pastor early on, uh, advice that he gave us. We're, I was talking to my wife earlier about statement, things that he had told me um, as we were going through these bumps on the road, but, um, you know, and encouraging us, uh, encouraging us in our marriage, encouraging us in having kids. Uh, it was just beautiful. And, I, and I'm very grateful to, you know, um, my, my, my pastor uh, and also uh, my mom. You know, my mom was there always encouraging. And, and, I've, and I've said this before and I made, and I made it very clear is, I was blessed with my in-laws too and, and my parents that they never got involved in my life and saying stuff and trying to put a division between us. That's a big deal. So if there's parents out there and you struggle with that, then you really need to take a lesson because I didn't have that struggle. I never thought that, you know, Jennifer's family was trying to uh, put their spoon in our marriage. And I never thought that my parents were either. Um, they They understood that to be successful, it was going to have to develop. Una cosa que es bien importante, hermanos, um, que cuando comenzamos uh, de estar uh, casados, que nuestros um, padres nunca um, metieron cuchara en nuestro matrimonio, matrimonio diciendo las cosas, hablando, mi, mi, mis padres hablando de ella, sus padres hablando de, de mí. Eso no pasó. No sentí eso. No sé, no sé cómo se siente uh, Jennifer, pero yo, yo, yo sé que yo no sentí eso. Uh, yo, yo tuve una confianza uh, en la relación que, que tuve con ellos. Y doy gracias a Dios por eso. Pero estábamos pasando muchas cosas. Uh, y pasamos muchas cosas. Y, pero para to, todo para la gloria de Dios, para estar aquí y poder, poder hablar de estas cosas. So the first point that I'd like to... Um, talk about is, you know, why do we get married? You know, why do we get married? Uh, I, I think everybody has different reasons, but there's just one reason why we get married. Um, and, you know, everybody can have their interpretation of it, but there is just one reason why we get married. And if we turn to Genesis 2.18, um, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a help met for him. Praise God. So God saw that um, man at the time here, Adam being the first created, should not be alone. Uh, there's something about being alone that's 
not good in God's eyes. Uh, and I'm not talking about, um, I'm not talking about uh, somebody that's young, you know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm 15 years old, I'm 16 years old, and I don't have anybody in my life. I looked at my daughter there just so everybody knows. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you get to a point and, and you have a desire for that stuff, but God also feels that, that um, gap, that aloneness. Uh, and you can see, you know, that, you know, Paul, someone that didn't get married, um, was full, was not alone because he had Christ that was just like with him and talking with him and moving him places. And just that relationship was powerful. That intimacy with Christ was amazing. And so I think that, you know, sometimes we confuse uh, the world's term of being alone and being thirsty, a term that's used now a lot, um, to what God was trying to show here in marriage. Es importante, hermanos, que le leemos aquí en Génesis 2, 18, que, uh, que Dios vio a Adán y dijo que no debe estar solo, y creó Eva. Y era importante para que, para que nosotros, para entender que Dios miró a Adán necesitando a alguien en su vida. Eso es bien bonito. Cuando llegas a ese punto que tu corazón, que Dios uh, toca tu corazón y toca a la persona que, um, que te quieres casar con, uh, es una cosa bien bonito. Pero hay cosas que son importantes, no nomás es un sentir. Hay cosas que son importantes y no nomás es, ah, yo me quiero casar porque mi mi papá o mi madre se casó a, a 21 años. Es algo más grande que eso. Son cosas, por eso muchos matrimonios sufran. Porque nomás se casan porque no quieren estar solos. Se casan porque no, no quieren um, batallar en cosas. Y no es razón que se casa. Se, se necesita entender la responsabilidad que se lleva con casarte. Y nosotros no entendemos mucho eso. Um, y prendemos esto y, y por eso estamos aquí para hablar. It's important, brother and sister. You don't just get married. Oh, you know, my mom got married at 21 or my dad got married at 21, so I'm going to get married. No, you get married, you know, God prepares a way. But you've also got to understand the importance of marriage. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the, the classes that, you know, I've had the opportunity of marrying people and some, and some key things that we talked about in the process um, and, and things that we've reviewed in it. But it's important for us to understand the core principle of why God, you know, wanted marriage. And, and I also like this verse right here in Proverbs 18.1. It says, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. So if you're in a marriage and you're like, just leave me alone. If you're uh, in, a, in a marriage and you're like, well, I got, you know, I need time. That's isolation. You see, isolation also started in, uh, if you look at Adam and Eve, there was an isolation at the very beginning, and Eve was tempted. There wasn't uh, a connection there that the enemy was able to, to divide as tonight's message is. It's funny, you know what the other title that I have for the message was, The Pickle Jar. Lorenzo kind of laughed at that one when I said that a while back, but because it's amazing that, you know, 
um, women can be very independent until it comes to opening up a pickle jar. Then they're looking for somebody that can actually do it. And, 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 and sometimes we don't understand the perspective in Christianity in the importance of leadership and the, the role of a man. The role of a man is not just to open up a pickle jar because he can. It's to uh, have these characteristics that God has asked man to have. Um, but in speaking about this, speaking a little bit about this, and I don't know, uh, Sister Jennifer, um, I know we talked a little bit about this earlier and we talked about some of the struggles um, early on in our marriage. And, and we also talked about how we would combat each other with, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to, um, if you could turn down her mic a little bit, Gabriel. I'm not going to change or I'm not going to respond to you right now. Um, I'm going to separate myself from you. We talked about th different things that just would happen um, that would uh, almost like light the fire more. Uh, más temprano estamos hablando, hermana Jennifer y yo, cuando, lo, cuando comenzamos nuestro matrimonio, cuando um, teníamos pleito o estábamos discutiendo cosas que nosotros um, separamos, los separamos y, y ahí es donde el, el diablo se metió en su mente, en mi mente. Um, y yo, yo, yo lo dije algo que yo, yo creo que lo so, sorprendí. I told Jennifer something earlier that I think I surprised her. Um, and we, I mean, we used to get in some dog fights. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about it. And, and it, was, it was dog fights from the standpoint of there was two d individuals here from different perspectives. I, I, I um, you know, was raised and I didn't see certain things. Uh, um, and I saw other things. She was raised. She didn't see certain things, and she saw other things. And now these two worlds came, and it's like, okay, you got to figure it out now. And we're trying to figure it out the best we could. And th like I said, thank God for Pastor that helped us. But it was a process that we we're trying to figure it out. But it was interesting when we we're going through some serious things. I was always afraid. I, I was like, and and if it was either on either side. I was like, man, this, this marriage is not going to last. I'm going to get a divorce. I kept, this is the fear that I had. I'm like, what a shame. I'm over here and this thing's not going to work. And then one day after, you know, we had an argument, she came to me and she goes, you know, you ain't going to get rid of me. I still remember it. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> and I, and it, it all connected itself like, this is what she was used to or this is what she was um, had seen in family or whatever it was. And I hadn't seen this, hadn't experienced this maybe. And she was saying, no, 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 this is, it's, you're not going to get rid of me. I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember that because I know earlier when I mentioned it, but we, we talked a little bit about it. But right. I think when, um, when that was said, I think it was more at the time more, like I was telling you earlier, it was more of the stubbornness that I had within myself. It's like, you know, we're, we're in this fight, we're, you know, and that's my stubborn side. You're, you're not, you're not going to get off that easy. You know, <laughs> we're going to, you know, you, you are stuck with me. And I think that's where, when I said that, that was my mentality at the time. It was like that, you know, that stubbornness of, sorry, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, and I think what it did for me is it took away anxiety. Because the entire time I was thinking, like, this is, 
how embarrassing I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna be in a divorce, you know, a couple of years into my marriage just because of this conflict. But when I heard that, I was like, that anxiety left, and that's where I think God started working um, differently in our lives. Um, I, I started understanding and trying to figure out what her world was uh, in a way that I could complement it and not trying to uh, force my world into her um, or force God into her. Um, and I think that we had an interesting conversation earlier where my my thought early in the marriage was I'm going to, I'm going to put God in her. <laughs> and, and she had, you had mentioned something earlier that you, yeah, you're like, yeah. that ain't going to happen. You're going right. to, right. yeah, you're going to change me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, that God at the end of the, everything had the final say, cause you know, pastor was like, look, this is, you know, marriage is something you develop. It's something you work in, uh, you work through, um, and just, you know, just gave, gave good advice. And also, uh, you know, I give credit a lot to, you know, church. I mean, church, um, there's a term that I like to use a lot. It's a biblical term that, you know, the word would prick our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, the word would, would, you, you, that's the one thing that it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to, the light's going to shine on you like it is here with the word. And you're going to feel guilty and you're going to feel ashamed. And you're going to feel, and, and we had to both kind of step away from us trying to change each other mm-hmm. and start changing connecting. Ourselves. Yeah. Start changing ourselves and start allowing God to speak to us. Yeah. And, and that's where I think tremendous things started happening in our lives and started really working. But the isolation parts, one that's a typical response. And there's some danger in that stuff. And we just talked about it right now in Proverbs, how it says it, but there's other dangers too that come from that because the enemy will start to put things in your mind. Um, You know, there's a lot of traits that come with isolation, jealousy. Oh, you know, oh, uh, this, this, and that Um, uh, anger, um, all these different things start to come based off of these things. Es importante, hermanos, como estamos hablando, cuando se separan, como estaba diciendo aquí en Proverbios, que es importante no separarte, no dar lugar en separación, porque viene, uh, how do you say, jealousy? Celo. Viene uh, celo, viene pensamiento que uh, tu esposa o esposo está hablando con otra persona, viene uh, el, el enojo uh, y, y cosas vienen que vienen con separación, con dando lugar y es importante hablar, es importante um, uh, humillarte esa es la más importante cosa a llegar a un punto diciendo que no importa si yo estoy uh, correcto yo estoy bien um, me voy a uh, humillar, me voy a humillar para que, para que el amor cubra cosas, el amor trabaja en, en, en la vida y eso es, eso es difícil con latinos yo pienso, you know brothers and sisters that it's important for us to uh, think about the importance of humbleness, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong, it's, it's getting past things and allowing uh, love to be right in the marriage, allowing uh, humbleness to take over that will allow you to uh, prevail, to grow, to change. There's no perfect marriage. If you think that there's a perfect marriage, I, I, I honestly, I, I laugh. 
I laugh if somebody thinks there's a perfect marriage. Somebody, if you are not that night, it's like saying you don't have sin. Something's going to happen. You're going to do something wrong. You're not going to say something. You know, jealousy, all these things come with in marriages. But the power is is being founded in Christ because those things too come where you're supposed to forgive and you're supposed to um, love and, and love endureth all and all these things. So these things are important. So, um, but I, I, I don't know, I don't know if you have anything that you wanted to add to, you know, what we're talking about there. Um, well, you know, when we were talking earlier, you know, we had mentioned the, the, um, the generational curse. Um, and for me, when we first started, um, it was what I had seen or what I had heard from, you know, my mom and my dad. Um, and those, those were things that I carried along, you know, in our marriage where it was, you know, we were again, learning to have to deal and learn with each other. And, uh, and those, those were the things that I, I always had, um, as far as, well, this is all I know. So, you know, I think, I think, um, that has a big impact on today's marriages as well is is that generational curse that we tend to carry um so i i, just, I mean I, it's massive i think mm -hmm. it's very important to talk about that and and uh it's very important in, in this generation in looking at that there's a lot of independence in people and god didn't create us to be independent when it comes to marriage there's there's things that are important there's things that we must nurture in each other. And, and that's the struggle that I see is that there's probably a lot of men not becoming leaders because they're not either motivating themselves or being motivated or being engaged because, again, generational things. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's a struggle to see that. And, and, um, and I see that a lot, you know, and, and, and I've mentioned it too in, in church, you know, if brothers struggle with that, if bro brothers are struggling with, um, not stepping up and, and, and being the head of the house. Um, that void, something's going to take it. Um, and usually something that will take it is not going to be what was uh, ordained by God or, or, or purposed by God. It's important, hermanos, y estaba diciendo hermana Jennifer que, uh, que, que hay uh, uh, cosas que se pasan en generaciones que nuestros padres y sus padres uh, pasan en matrimonio, lo que sea, lo que, puede ser muchas cosas, orgullo, enojo, to, cosas que no, no son buenas, uh, no humillarte, uh, uh, hay muchas cosas, hemos hablado de muchas cosas aquí en la iglesia, pero una cosa que es importante que, uh, que aprendemos que si estamos viendo eso, si estamos viendo car características de nuestros padres, Uh, y no son caracteristas de nuestro Dios que uh, debemos pararlo, debemos decir, esto no, no se siente bien, esto se siente como no es de Dios. Uh, y eso es importante en la iglesia. That's the important thing, you know, here at church. We're here at church, and this is the conviction. This is why, you know, marriages sometimes, uh, you know, if they're going through something, they don't want to come to church. You know, if think about it you know if you're out there and you're listening how many times have you gone through something you didn't want to go to church why because church was going to reveal what you you didn't do you know church was going to talk to you 
And that was the thing that I think that really helped us and kept it together is that, um, uh, you know, people get divorced and they have kids. It's not, we're not living in a time now where kids hold it together. You know, people are very selfish these days. But what held it together was God. What held it together was God showing us like, hey, you know, uh, you got into this thing right here. I'll help you through it, but it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. I'm going to go to places that, you know, um, you might not feel comfortable in. Um, but through it all, you're going to see my blessing. You're going to see uh, my grace in your life. And I believe that, and, I, and, and, I, and I'm thankful for that. I mean, we experience so many different things. I mean, there's so many different things. And we've talked about it personally with people uh, and, and, and testimonies that we've talked to in helping people or talking with people and stuff. But we went through some, some stuff, some, uh, some good stuff that gave us a, a, a revelation that it, we couldn't do it without God. And I think that's, the, that's, that's just to be said that. Um, and I'm grateful, and I'm grateful for it. And, and brothers and sisters, trust me, um, I've, I've, we've both learned a lot through this process. And um, I think this, this is segueing into the next uh, uh, topic here. I think this is where it's all at right here. So, you know, my wife and I were talking about this earlier, and this is biblical right here, and I think it just it puts it all into perspective here. So think about this. A woman needs security, and a man looks for respect. Okay? So a woman needs security, and a man looks for respect. And we're, I'm going to read a couple of examples that show that, biblically speaking, but then we're going to talk about this vicious cycle that happens to stop that. So if we turn to Ephesians 5, 25 uh, through 33, it says here, Paul says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish, in the same way husbands love your, uh, should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. Husbands, love your wives, okay? Now, Ephesians 5.22 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he may sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word. So we see an example here, brothers and sisters. We see, again, a woman needs security, a woman needs love, and a man looks for respect. Now, what ends up happening in this, in this we can call it, circle of movement is the moment that conflict happens or division happens, a man stops loving, which the woman's needing security, and a woman stops respecting or submitting or whatever, however term we want to use it, which now just pushes further. So you look at it. If I'm in conflict right now with my wife, the first thing I need to do is turn up love. 
because that's what she needs. If she's in conflict with me, the first thing that she needs to turn up is respect. And you'll see that God then prevails. We're going to read other verses that refers to this. It's something on how men and women are wired. Aquí, hermanos, estamos hablando y, y comenzamos con la mujer necesita seguridad y el hombre uh, busca respeto. Y estamos le, le, leyendo en Efesios que dice aquí que el hombre debe amar su, su mujer y, y también dijo que el mujer debe someterse a su matrimonio, a su marido. Uh, y eso es importante. Hay dos cosas hay que cuando algo pasa, el enemigo pone algo hay para que eso no que no sé, uh, no, no, no lo vamos a hacer, no vamos a agradar lo que Dios está diciendo hay. Pero es algo que sigue el, la, la maldición. Porque no es que uno se humilla, pero es que los dos prenden eso. Porque uno se puede humillar en eso, pero si, si los dos no están pensando eso, va a ser un matrimonio que va que, que que sufre, va a ser un matrimonio que, uh, que se va a llevar mucho trabajo. Y hay muchas cosas que podemos decir que es amor, el amor que debo tener por ella. Y hay muchas cosas que uh, podemos decir que es respeto que debe tener. You know, there's a lot of things that we can say love, you know, trust, you know, telling the truth, all these things, categories fall into love, and we're, gonna, we're about to read it, but there's a lot of categories that also uh, follow into respect. And it's funny, like, uh, a man might not say, I need love, you know, and that's why there's a, there's, they're two different, you know, uh, two different worlds. Uh, but a man feels great when he has respect. And I've seen it. I've seen it in great examples. I've seen it in people where you can see that type of uh, give and take there that's beautiful. And, and, it's a, and it's a beautiful thing. And if we turn to 1 Corinthians 13, Four um, through seven. This is a key verse that I like in every uh, marriage class that I've done. I've always thought that this is an important term for us to understand, which is how uh, Paul talks about love here. He says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoiceth in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. <laughs> Love's amazing. If it's to, the, to, to what Paul writes here, which is something that we could set as a goal for, for it. And it's very important. And I don't know how you feel um, with that you know, that we were talking about earlier when it comes to that example of love and respect. Um, again, coming into this marriage, it was, it was totally different. Our worlds were not, not the same. Um, so my idea of respecting you was completely different than what I, what God showed me. Um, my idea for love was the, the hugging and the, you know, the affection, right. you know, and yours was, again, the whole 
um, again, what God, you, you understood what God was <laughs> saying when, it, when he said, you know, how to love the, the wife. And again, I came from something else. Um, and so for me, it was, um, that's, that's where my mentality of, okay, I'm going to change this person. I'm going to, um, you know, he, he's, he's going to show me love the way I need him to show me love. And so, you know, reading the scriptures and, and allowing God to, to change my view on, on that, on the submission, on the, the love, um, was a great eye opener. Um, and again, I think with, with marriages, uh, newlyweds, like we were talking earlier, um, that's, that's something that they're going to have to work for. That's something that, that they're going to have to allow God to, to show them that this is, this is the type of love that you're going to show your husband. This is the type of love that your husband's going to show your, you know, you. So, yeah, and, and I think, and we talked about this earlier because this is a vicious cycle. And if there's marriages out there, if there's couples out there that are struggling uh, and they have these little bumps, they've got to look at that love and respect. You know, uh, on, the, on, on the wife's side of it, um, you know, that respect is so important uh, and allowing for God to, to develop um, decision-making allow God to develop um, um, spiritual also decision-making. Um, Back to that generational curse where, you know, I only saw what, you know, I, and, I, and don't get me wrong, you know, I had the privilege of seeing both. I had the privilege of seeing um, what the world offers as far as, you know, a marriage and what the Lord does when, you know, he comes into the marriage, uh, seeing my mom and my, my dad. Um, and again, that 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 respect wasn't there, at, you know, at the beginning of, of what I had seen in, in my, my my parents, and so I didn't I didn't expect that. I didn't expect to give you respect because it wasn't there. I, you know, it was. No, I'm I have my say, um, and then of course I was you know blessed to 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 be able to see when God transformed you know my my family's life, and then that was. That's where I also had, you know, um, that when I said, okay, you're not, you're not getting rid of me that easy is where I saw, you know, the, the fight that they had within themselves of them not giving up, you know, yeah, they had a rough start as well. They went through whatever they went through and they still stuck together, Yeah. you know, and again, that's where my determination of, of guess what, you know, they went through it so we can get through it. And this is where you're not, you know, you're not getting rid of me. I think it was important for both of us, for me. You know, I, I, I could say that I would have wanted something easier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but God gave me exactly what I needed to understand because you helped me understand through what you had been through um, what God was trying to show me in my life that's important for compassion. And it's not just one of those things. That's why I, I don't know if you always remember the term that I used to lo- use that love is saying I love you is cheap. It's showing it. It's it's doing it, uh, and we would talk through those things uh, because again, I started understanding you know some of the struggles that you were talking about, mm-hmm. and there were struggles not only you know that your parents might have went through, their parents went through, yeah. and, and you just see it like mm-hmm. you're saying generational stuff. Um, but and and I can attest to that. I was shocked when you know you would you you and I would talk about stuff because that's not who I knew. Mm-hmm. 
I had seen what God had changed. Yeah. And that to me was tremendous. Mm -hmm. You know, that was shocking to me. Um, but I also had to understand that, you know, somebody had went through stuff, had seen stuff or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And, and God was going to work with that. And I needed to allow God to work with that, not me work with it, mm -hmm. because that's where the the battle just yeah. would would start. And I think that that's, you know, something that we probably both learned in the mm -hmm. process. Estamos hablando, hermanos, que es es muy importante que el amor es está en el matrimonio, especialmente hablando de el marido dando amor. Uh, a su esposa porque es lo que buscan están buscando seguridad están buscando teniendo algo y para el esposo es respeto y hay muchas maneras de enseñar respeto hay muchas maneras bien bonitos que enseñan respeto uh, qué bonito es cuando oyes a alguien diciendo oh voy a preguntarle a mi esposo um, y y a ver qué dice. Eso es una forma de respeto. Uh, voy a hablar con you know, mi esposo uh, a ver qué, qué, cómo avisa en esto, lo que dice en esto. Uh, y también hay, hay pensamientos que el esposo tiene para su esposa en el amor, uh, el compasión que tiene en cosas. Y eso es bien importante. Y estamos hablando de unos ejemplos en eso. Y estaba diciendo la hermana Jennifer en cosas que vio um, y, y cosas que podía ver que uh, estaba dentro de ella cuando los casamos, pero Dios estaba trabajando, Dios estaba trabajando en ella, Dios estaba trabajando en mí. Y gracias a Dios que tuvimos una iglesia que la palabra se estaba predicando. Porque si no estaba predicando la palabra, no sé dónde estábamos nosotros. Es, es la palabra que estaba como martillo pegándonos y muchas veces cuando comenzamos yo yo estaba en servicio y, y el pastor siempre comenzamos con un dicho que dice este servicio es para mí porque hay muchos que piensan que qué bueno que estoy en la iglesia ojalá que mi marido oye o mi esposa oye esto y no se no lo está recibiendo para ellos you know we come to church sometimes we're like oh thank God he's preaching about this Oh, I'm so glad Brother Gabe's talking about marriages. My husband needs to hear about this. My wife needs to hear about this. Well, this was the problem that we had. You know, we had to get to a point where, thank God, they're preaching about this because it's, it's pricking my heart because I need to hear about this. Because I'm struggling in these things. I'm struggling with submitting. I'm struggling with loving. And this helped us. I don't know how you felt, but I, I, I know for me, I had experienced this stuff growing up. I don't know, I've never asked you that, but how did you feel during this process of our marriage being the way it was and being in church? And then hearing the word. Yeah. yeah no, it was, it was, like you said, it, you, yeah, it was a hammer. It was, it was, um, it was very humbling. You know, it was almost shameful because it really opens up your eyes to see, oh my gosh, this is, this is me. It's, it's that mirror, you know, that God holds in front of you and, and he shows you who you are. And it's like, wow, you know, you, you, something's got to change, something's got to give, and again, if, if my mentality was, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to change him, I'm going to, he's going to do it my way, <laughs> when God's telling you, no, you know, nope, I'm the one that's changing you, not him, and that's, again, that's where, you know, if, if, 
if the marriages allow that, then healing will come sooner than later. And I think that's where, again, we, you know, or me personally, I, I struggled with that thinking, well, I can fix it. I can fix it. And again, God's like, nope, I'm, I'm fixing you. And that's it. So. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. And, and it's a, and it's beautiful. And I, and I remember moments that God was really working on me early in our marriage. And, and like I said, there's, you know, if you're over here and you're feeling like, uh, oh, man, it's got to be just like a book. Perfect. It, it doesn't. It has to be developing. It has to develop, you know, because you you got a rude awakening for yourself. Because you're one world, the person's the, another world. If you're not willing to develop these things, and 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 we were talking a little bit, I, and a good example is of a like a a drawbridge that picks itself up to allow things to pass it, but it's got to come back down for things to cross and meet up. And sometimes that bridge doesn't come down because of the, the, the lack of love and respect. And when it comes down, there's beautiful connections. There's beautiful moments that, that God, you know, allows to happen in, in marriages and developing it. But if you're so down and you're, and you're thinking like, you know, you know, things are going to change, you've got to get to that point where you start looking deep within yourself and start seeing what's damaged, what's hurt. Sí, hermano, si están pensando que yo no sé si este matrimonio se va a cambiar o cosas se van a cambiar, uh, necesitas a, a, a mirar dentro de usted y ver dónde está el daño, ver dónde está um, uh, raíces de, de cosas que están um, haciendo esos que no tienes amor y, y respeto. Uh, y y vas a, lo vas a hallar porque Dios te, te lo va a enseñar. Y eso es bien importante. Estaba diciendo la hermana Jennifer que de la palabra, de, la palabra de Dios ayuda mucho. Uh, es como un luz, como dice, busca uh, en lugares oscuros y enseña. Y, y, y es perfecto, es perfecto en estas cosas. Y, es, y, y tiene amor para nosotros, para que nuestros matrimonios, nuestros hijos puedan pasar cosas buenas y todavía pasamos cosas y, y cosas pasan pero no los deja que aprendemos algo y que también que nuestros hijos pueden ver algo uh, como se está cambiando como dije una vez que el más mejor cosa que me enseñó mi padre es cuando se cayó como se levantó you know I said you know you know, we're not here because our marriage is perfect. We're, I, I, I wanted to talk about it because our marriage had struggled and, and, and is getting, you know, it gets better and better. That's why we're here, to, you know, to talk about stuff because there's marriages that are struggling and don't, they might not think they're going to get better. But, you know, I, I said this before, the best thing my father ever showed me is that when he fell down, how he was going to, how he got up. I don't need somebody that never falls down to show me something. You know, when, when the, the term mentor is that you let somebody actually tour you, the good and the bad, the stuff that you've overcame. And, and for me, when I saw that, I was like, man, that, I can see that now. If not, when I go through something, what do I do? Who do I look to? Where do I get it from? And those are the moments that, you know, you know that I, I, I feel precious with my children. And I don't know how you feel too, but I, I know that these are moments that, you know, we can talk through things and, and, you know, my son can say, hey, dad, I saw this. You know, my daughter can tell my wife, hey, I saw this. Or my son can tell my wife these things. 
and be able to work through these things and understand that it's going to take time and time is there. Uh, a great verse here, brothers and sisters, we just gave one for love. Otro versículo, hermanos, esto es de respeto, this is for respect, is Proverbs 21.9. Proverbs 21.9. It is better to live in the corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. Man, the corner of a housetop, is that, I'm wondering if that's just like on the, the tip of the, of the roof there that you're you're barely balancing yourself before you fall off instead of being in a situation where um, there there's just tension. And like I said, this vicious circle of respect and love that, you know, a woman's looking for love and, 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 and a woman says, I want respect. See, that's part of the love side of it, but understand what, what security is. It's protection. It's feeling, um, you know, the whole term Prince Charming being taken care of. You know, that that security is so important for a woman. And sometimes men don't step to doing that, to be providers, to do these things. This is the generation, unfortunately. This is why we're struggling. This is why things happen where men don't step to that. Maybe because they didn't see it or maybe it's just because they, they don't have um, have been t taught these things. And again, the same thing on a woman's perspective, uh, Sister Jennifer was just saying right there uh, in, in her example that that respect isn't there because it's like, no, I'm, I'm independent. I'm pretty smart. What, what I need to ask you for. And this tension starts to, to create this divide that the enemy loves being there. And that's why there's more single parents in this world, bringing children in and, and not even, you know, marriages lasting or even getting married. There's, there's things that are happening. There's curses that are happening in this world that are happening because of this vicious cycle. And so it's very important for us to understand it so we can do uh, the Lord's will, what's written, so we don't experience these things. I don't know if you have anything that you want to add to that. or. Um, well, I don't know if I'm moving a little bit ahead, but with the, with, as far as the kids were concerned, when you were mentioning, you know, um, how they can actually learn. I think that was, I mean, I don't want to say that having kids was um, like our, like my, um, I don't know what the word is, more like um not my lifesaver, not our, our, you know, that, that wasn't what my intentions were when we had kids, you know, um, I did know that life was going to change with the kids. And I thought, okay, well, maybe this will bring us together. Maybe, you know, it was there, but I don't, I don't want to say that that's the reason we had the kids, but, um, I think I used that a lot. I mean, we, we talked about that earlier yeah. that, you know, I think I used the kids to hurt you. Um, as far as this is why I'm here, you know, this is, this is the kids are why I'm still here in this marriage. And I think that's another, um, another, I guess, lesson that I had to learn and God, you know, had to reveal that to me saying, okay, you, you mentioned it before, you know, the kids, the kids aren't going to be there. 
you know, they're going to grow up and they're going to move on and then it's just going to be us, you know. And to me, I, I again, I, I, that was something that I had to really learn to say, you know what, God, yeah, they're my kids, but yet I still have my husband that I have to, you know, we're going to have to figure it out. We're going <laughs> to, you know. So that and I want to translate that. Es importante, hermanos, lo que está diciendo la hermana Jennifer, porque en, en muchos matrimonios esta cosa pasa cuando ten, tienen, tenemos uh, hijos o hijas, uh, niños, que el, el, la mujer comienza a poner toda su vida en ellos y deja el matrimonio, el marido. Y, nomás, y, y, y también puede pensar que está bien haciendo eso. Pues es parte de estando casado, es que voy a poner más atención con los niños que en nosotros. Y por eso en muchos matrimonios crecen los niños, se van y se están mirando como no se conocen. Porque en ese tiempo no se conocieron, no avanzaron su matrimonio. You know, I think it's really important what Jennifer's talking about because it was a struggle that I had, and she knew it was a struggle that I had because I would bring it up to her, and she and and, and, she, and, you, and you said saying. it, you that's said it earlier, you used it, what, yeah, yeah, you, you used it, you used it for that, and, and and thank God, and I think and she can attest to it too when we stopped using it and we started experiencing life together and doing this stuff, we enjoyed it, and the kids enjoyed it. Yeah, the kids would even to this day, it's funny, you know, the kids will tell us stuff like, "You guys need to go on a date." You guys need to go, you know, they're, they're either noticing something or maybe it is what I was like, or maybe they're just doing stuff at home when we, <laughs> we're just naive to that. But they'll tell us stuff like, you guys, you know, why don't you guys go, you know, stay in San Antonio, go do something. And, and I love and I love our kids because I think they understand. I think they understand the process. I think that they're they're um, we're, 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 I think we're very open into things like that yeah. um, into this journey because what I don't want is for them to experience something and be like lost. Like, yeah. you know, um, I, I felt like that. Like I said, man, am I going to get divorced? What in the world that, you know, I, I didn't understand what was going on. Some of the things and, and in, in her intent, this is what she had seen saying, nah, this is the way we work through it. And I, and as soon as I felt that, that took off that anxiety off of me. And, and we were able to start working on some core things and, and, the, and, 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 and what's beautiful is, you know, even through all that stuff right there, we had a, a, a we could say a crater that happened in our, in our marriage. Uh, and, and we won't talk about this one tonight. We'll save it for the future. But we had a crater that happened, and, and yet God did something tremendous in it, in both of us. I feel it. I, 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 I felt it. I felt what God did, it, and it showed me things that I needed to see through it and I'm sure showed you stuff through it um and some of the final thoughts that I wanted to talk about you know um these are some verses here that we can kind of talk through and then and then we'll just wrap up with some of the things that we're talking about here but Colossians 3:18, it says wives submit to your husbands as it is fitting to the Lord husbands love your wives and do not be harsh with them now you see, you see, how how was Paul so perfect in what a relationship needed to be, and he wasn't even married because Paul had a relationship, a marriage, 
that was to death. And it was his intimacy with Christ. See, Paul, when he wrote in, 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 uh, in Ephesians, when he wrote in here, this intimacy that he had with Christ was so powerful that he knew that Christ was what he shot for. His, you know, that Christ was coming back for the church. And, and he wrote it and articulated it in a way and understood this balance of this importance, especially when you look at Judaism, that how prideful things are in that culture too, like Latinos. You know, Paul saw this and knew that this mechanism, this thing had to, or, or a man must step back in that moment, he may not be getting respect and say, I've got to love. Because this love will prevail um, the need that my wife needs. And, and this is something that once you figure this stuff out and you're able to do it, you'll start to see these matters become very like, and I've seen it, I've experienced it. Um, and I see that how God works in things like this. Uh, and, and, and again, um, I, and I used this term earlier. Um, Gabby's here too, and she'll she'll really appreciate this term too. But when we get on a plane, we understand that there's going to be turbulence. The plane's going to move. We understand it, but we think about getting home. I mean, there's there's a truth to it, right? Like you want to see your husband. Maybe one day you'll want to see your child. I think about it too. I don't like it either, but. In marriage, to get somewhere, you're going to go through turbulent times. Things will happen. Bumps on the road will happen. But the intent is to push through it because you're going somewhere. And I love when, you know, again, you know, pastor in our lives and, and talking, he said, you know, this is something you develop. This is something that will mature in time. He might not have been educated or was ever taught in these things. But this is something he learned. This is advice that he gave me of things that he learned. These are things that we pass on to our children. But it's understanding that, that, you know, uh, it's, it's not always going to be smooth sailing. We have to understand these things. But they are when our foundation is in Christ and also when we're considering this uh, respect and love um, aspect of things. First um, Peter 4, 8 I love how Peter says here, above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. Now, what's important in that, that's in general in, 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 our, in our Christian lives in, with brothers and sisters. Me gusta como dice Pedro aquí, que debamos amarnos porque el amor cubre el multitud de pecados. Y está hablando no, no nomás a Pedro aquí a, a matrimonios, pero está hablando a la iglesia. A, 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 a nomás el, el mental que debemos tener el cristiano. Pero aquí el, el ejemplo es bien importante que el amor es algo que se trabaja. Que siempre estamos pensando. Para, para mí es, es, es importante que yo pienso en eso. Uh, para, para mi esposa, porque yo sé que lo necesita ella. Y para ella es algo pensando, ¿cómo puedo enseñar 
más respeto? ¿Cómo puedo enseñar estas cosas? Porque muchas cosas que pasan en matrimonios es que la esposa comienza a pensar, yo puedo decidir esto, yo, puedo, yo voy a hacer esto, yo voy a hacer esto con mis niños, yo voy a hacer esto en la casa. Algo que se pertiene a, a, a cosas espirituales. Pero la, la cosa es que el, el, el marido se duerme. Y no está no enseñándole a la esposa que eso es, son por, uh, para sus hombros. Hombros, right? Shoulders. Y es algo que Dios ha, ha, ha dado esa responsabilidad al marido, al esposo. Uh, uh, no, esposo, esposo, esposo. So, brothers and sisters, the, the thing is, I wake up and, I, and my thought is, how I can show love to my wife for the, the security that she needs, um, the, 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 the sense of security that she needs in her life. For her, she wakes up saying, how can I show more reverence? How can I show more uh, respect? Is it in decisions? Is it in, 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 in ways of um, not doubting? And, and, and it was interesting, a long, a long time ago, I want to say this was about four or five years ago, I started looking at the demise of of marriages, and you could almost attribute it to how television shows started changing. It went from father knows best to married with children. Father knows best, dad would go, hey, dad, hey, I had a problem at school. And the wife's like, well, I told him to wait so we could talk and see what you would say. And the dad would just be sitting there from a long day at work and saying, well, son, you really should do these things. And they were like, ah, oh, thanks, dad. And then married with children was dad would walk in and they're like, oh, what a loser. You're, you're, you sell shoes. Oh, and the wife would come in and like, I should have married somebody more. And, and everybody would laugh in the audience. And you could see the demise of marriages. Because the man would be at work looking at other women, and the the woman the, the woman would he would come home and not sh show any respect, and you could see that this is still happening in shows, and this is what children people are being programmed. Why? Because that division is what's ca it's causing the great divide. This right here is what's causing the great divide. And so it's important for us to understand these things that, that I wake up with an intent to, 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 to give security there. She wakes up with an intent for respect. And, and there's a beautiful harmony there. If you're struggling, I don't care. I'm not even talking to young couples here. I'm talking to some old people that struggle with some of this stuff. You know who you are. Don't make me call you out right now, too, as I'm looking at you. Some of you struggle with some of these things. And you're going to continue to struggle with them until you stop it and you start doing it. And I thank God that, you know, we're, we're, we're in a place where we can talk through these things and, and, and we're comfortable in talking. There was a time where we, I didn't want to say anything because they were just going to go or she didn't want to say anything because sentiments or whatever it was. And God is working and God has worked through these things. But you got to get to the point where you get tired of it that you want to make a change and you want to allow God to do it. Es importante, hermanos, como, como estoy diciendo, que hay matrimonios ahorita, no son nomás matrimonios jóvenes, son matrimonios ancianos, por años que se han estado casados y, y sufren en esas cosas. 
enseña, el, el, el marido enseñando amor y, 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 y la esposa enseñando respeto, dando respeto. Y no es nomás de estando aquí diciendo, ay, qué, qué bueno esposo tengo y que, que Dios lo ha usado, pero no lo das chance de hacer decisiones o no lo dices cosas. O un esposo, oh, yo tengo una buena esposa, uh, pero no enseñas amor, no sufres en tu amor. Y por eso hay matrimonios, como digo siempre, que hay un punto que se quieren dividir. Porque no están trabajando eso. Pero yo doy gracias a Dios porque en su palabra habla de estas cosas. I thank God because even though there's marriages that are struggling that are like, oh man. And, and, and sometimes, we, I'm, you know, I was talking to my wife earlier and I'm like, I'm grateful that, you know, we're, I'm not afraid to talk about stuff. It's like, you know, I've always been the person that puts the laundry out, right? And people see like, hey, he has his underwear hanging out in the... It, it, it's been me all my life. That's why I don't get embarrassed with my Spanish or any of this stuff. It, it, stuff like that doesn't bother me. But there's some people that are like, I can't talk about my marriage. Well, that, you know, I was afraid to, to let people know that we were struggling. I was, I was ashamed. I was, you know, it, it was, it's hard to let people know that, that your marriage isn't perfect, especially being in the things of the Lord, being, you know, married to, to, you know, servants of the Lord, you know, it, it's, it, it was hard. It was hard. And I was one of those people that I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, you know, say that we're having problems. It, it was hard for me, but it was, it's like I told you earlier, it's healing, you know, us bringing these things out to light as asking for help and it's healing. It's, 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 it's allowing me to, 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 like you were saying earlier, let the kids know, Hey, we have problems, but guess what? We work through them. And now it's like nothing. Now they're little, you know, little things that. Oh yeah. They're, they're, and, yeah. And, and, I, and I'm thankful to God that, you know, even with the big problems that we had, like we said, we we're talking about we'll save for later. That's been a blessing in, in being able to help marriages. But even with that, I look forward to talking to the kids about, mm -hmm. you know, the kids might not understand how powerful God was yeah. and what God did so they can experience this stuff yeah. and experience. Um, and what I mean is they can experience what we went through so they don't have to experience it. Yeah. And so I think that's very important and, and powerful. Um, Mark 10, 9 What therefore God hath joined together, let no man separate. Now, this is something that we've heard before. It's even something that's said at the end of um, uh, a marriage. Um, uh, what is it? Wedding. wedding vows, I'm sorry. At the end of wedding vows. Um, but it's biblical speaking. These are things that are important for us to understand. Es importante ese, ese versículo, hermanos, uh, porque son cosas que decimos cuando lo vamos a casar. Y, y es porque es bíblico, es importante que, que no debemos pensar, no debemos uh, dejar que algo aquí en este mundo se, separa lo que Dios ha ponido juntos. Y... Y es algo, es algo difícil, es algo que se lleva a trabajo, es algo que se, Dios está hablando, Dios está diciendo cosas. Como, como, te, como te digo a, a, a ti, que yo tenía uh, ans, ans, anxiety, an, ansiedad, que mi esposa me iba a dejar cuando los casamos porque siempre estábamos uh, peleando y hablando y yo no estaba um, used to no estaba dispuesto 
a esto. Um, y yo estaba pensando, estoy haciendo algo mal yo. Y no, no, es que no, los, no, no sabíamos qué hemos pasado en nuestras vidas. Y el momento que entendemos eso, Dios comenzó a obrar en nuestras vidas. Yo tuve compasión para ella en una gran manera. Y ella sintió eso y cosas se cambiaron. Yo comencé a entender por qué uh, cosas pasaban y cosas uh, estaban, uh, que estaban pasando en nuestra vida porque cosas que han pasado, que ella pasó en su vida. Y eso es importante, pero que en ese mental que tenemos que no hay cosa aquí en este mundo que puede separar lo que Dios a, 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 a puso junto. Or, is that right? Maybe. Uh, you know, and it's, it's important for us to understand that There's, there's nothing here that man can do to separate what God has put together. And once you get to that mindset, see, this is where it's so important for the love and respect. We call it submission in love. You know, uh, Paul talks a lot about it. Peter talks about it. That it's so important for that to evolve and grow. And if it's not, and if you, you oh, if you love me, I'll respect you. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I hope you're not like that. Oh, si me, si me amas, yo te respeto. Yo, yo, yo espero que no son así. Que el momento que me, me amas, yo te voy a respetar. Así no se trabajan las cosas de Dios. Como estaba hablando que somos dos diferentes mundos, que yo necesito trabajar en mi mundo con Cristo, estando fundado con Cristo. Uh, mi esposa también está trabajando en su mundo con Cristo, pero estamos en, en el mismo fundación que vamos a ver que Dios ha trabajado en nosotros. So we can't think that saying like, oh, God's going to work on, you know, God's going to be uh, working on her and just focused on that. I got to worry about God working on me and fixing things and being accountable to stuff and things. So I think that that's very important. I don't know how you feel about that. I think, <laughs> I don't want to use that as a scapegoat or whatever, but I think us women hold that a little bit too too firmly where, you know, we're stubborn in that way. You know, it's a give, it's not so much give and take. It's more, you know, give, give. <laughs> and, and, yeah, we're, you know, we have to let and allow God to, to break our hearts from that. I think that was the biggest transformation. Um, was allowing God to break me of that spirit of saying, you know, it's, it's not, again, it's not, you're not fixing him. Stop trying to fix him. Stop trying to do this. Fix yourself. And that's the biggest, again, transformation I think that God uh, puts on us is stop looking at him. You know, stop, stop uh, his flaws or whatever. Look at yourself. And, again, that's, that's where I, I, I feel as a woman, I think we, we you know, And you know what's awesome about that? You just made me think about something. Is that if I want to make her into what I think I need, then I'm missing out on what God can create in her that I needed. See, I'm over here with this intent in my mind, but God can make something even better than I ever imagined. He knows what I needed now. Not what I needed then. He knew that if we could work through these things, that I'll give you somebody that, you know, and I can give a lot of credit to my wife for, 
you know, not being somebody that gossips, not being somebody that does things that uh, helps me, you know, um, has never held me back in, in anything in my ministry for when it comes to doing stuff. Uh, when I was working with the youth, when I was, you know, in the music, never. I never felt that. I never felt any of that stuff. Um, and, and I appreciate that. So God, you know, God had intent in these things and blessed me in these things. But if I would have been pushing and, and building and chipping away, then I might have got something with gaps that I would have not seen with my eye. But God doing it and we just having confidence in that, he does it perfectly. Um, to wrap up with this verse right here, Ecclesiastics 4.9, um, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. So, brothers and sisters, the importance of nurturing your marriage is key. Again, I don't care if it's young or old. I've seen old marriages that, you know, were at, at, at you know, the, the, and I'm talking about old mar marriages that, Kids have, they have grandkids and they're at, at, at the point of separations too. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've, I know of them. I have friends that they talk about their parents like this. It's not about the time. It, what it is, is about not forgetting what's key in what God's referring to here. And this is, this is advice that we can hold to um, and believe in. So I, I you know, I, I pray that um, that this was a blessing uh, for you and us being able to go through a couple of things and talk through stuff. We have more stuff to talk about, some stuff, like I said, that um, is very important when it comes to not allowing the separation, not only the love and respect, but some of the things with not having it will enter in the jealousy side of it, the confidence of, of things, a, a, a man reassuring his wife um, in, in love and in, in, in thought. Uh, I've talked about some of these things in preachings where I had to start doing things differently. I had to start becoming a child and sending text messages, how I was thinking about her and, and how I loved her and these things. That stuff can't end. Those things can't end. You've got to do things like that. Um, and it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. And we find ourselves where, you know, you know God, God prevailed in these things. What the devil wanted to destroy, God, you know, um, picked up and, and, and reshaped and remolded. So why don't we pray, brothers and sisters, and then I've got a, a couple of things that I was going to talk about, uh, kind of go over uh, with everybody just advising because, we, you know, we've got the news that um, they're starting to um, allow uh, certain things in churches. So we want to kind of talk a little bit about that. But why don't we pray first? Lord Jesus, we're grateful, Lord, for your love, for your grace this evening. I ask, Lord, uh, and I'm grateful to my wife, Lord, who I know she's not used to being in the spotlight or cameras on her and she was willing to do this and without even hesitation and I'm grateful for that Lord Jesus I know that's for your honor and your glory Lord um, and I'm grateful Lord for the wife that you've given me uh, the helper that you've given me Lord the love that I see that she has for us and the family Lord is unmatched Lord and I'm just so grateful to you Jesus for what you do and what you've done in our lives um, I wouldn't have it any other way Lord
um, because I know you've shown me things about myself and things that I need growth in. Um, and, I'm, and I just love you for that, Jesus. And I ask, Lord, that you just continue to work in our lives, Lord, that we always put you in the center of everything, Father, and that we hold on to each other with you, Father, uh, in our lives, Lord, and just continue guiding our hearts. I ask that you bless brothers and sisters, Lord, that are in need of this, Lord, that you continue to help them, Lord, and guide them and show them the importance, Lord, of, of uh, love and respect. Um, Lord, that how important that is, Lord, in marriages uh, and what it can do for them, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that they can um, continue to, to grow in these things, and Lord, and they can also let go of things from the past. Uh, you can't hold on to things, Lord, if you want to move to new things. You can't hold on to things from the past if you want to move to new things, Father. But I'm asking, Lord, that, you know, we all can grow from these things and understand um, the struggles of stuff, uh, stuff that we've gone through, Lord Jesus. I'm grateful to my kids. I'm grateful uh, to the church that you, you gave us here, Lord, to the word that you've given us through the years. And I just add, ask, Lord, that all, all the honor and glory be for you, Lord, and you alone, Jesus, for what you've done in our marriage, Lord, and how you kept it together, Lord. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for uh, Pastor uh, and, and also him not being afraid to, to, to touch on things, Lord, and talk on things that we needed in our marriage, Father, uh, things that were so important for us to understand and for us to develop in our lives, Lord. And we're so grateful in all these things, Lord, and we ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. Well, I've got a, um, a couple of things here that I wanted to uh, um, talk about. Um, just so as we're going to, you know, it looks like we're going to be preparing for things in the future. And you've heard Pastor on the radio, and and I and I and, and it's a very important approach that Pastor has, which we've got to be um, cautious of and understand um, that there's still a lot of stuff that's going on and uh, things that are happening, and we've got very uh, special people here in, in the church, but they they also there's also still laws that are going on that we can't um, uh, ignore, and so um, we, we've been able to find some protocols that are um, for the state of Texas that were just here written this week um, and some checklists that, that uh, are, are important here. So again, brothers and sisters, um, it, don't interpret stuff yourself on how you've seen it or you've read it. Be respectful. You know, we, we've got to be respectful because there's circumstances that we're dealing with here when it comes to brothers and sisters. Um, I, I mentioned a couple of things before, you know, we had brother Renee here that was very uh, susceptible to getting sick and, and catching things, and sometimes we weren't considerate of that. You know, sometimes we were we would struggle with that, um, and 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 we might come to church if um, uh, even with our, a child that could have been sick or was sick, you know, the day before. That's not going to work here. That's not going to happen here. We can't do those type of things. Uh, we can't do those type of things just because we've got to be considerate for each other here in the church. We're very fortunate that, you know, we're able to, we have the technology that we have, and we're going to continue to still use this. Um, so even when we start talking about these things, if you're not feeling comfortable, um, you're, you're going to be more than welcome to still be able to, you know, like Pastor has mentioned, be able to watch it online and be able to, you know, do these things online. Um, and not, none of this is being forced, but there is a lot of things that they're asking uh, for us to still be made aware of. And I'm just going to talk about a couple of the things right now. Um, it says right here, again, strongly encouraged that at-risk populations um, to watch or participate in surface, surface, uh, services remotely. Again, 
if you're, you know, uh, somebody, they, they even use 65 and above, just from that term too, they used an age group, they, they would recommend that that age group would watch it remotely just because they're also susceptible. But also younger people, there's younger people that have a low immune system. You know, like we were talking about Brother Renee, um, even Sister Donna, you know, they got to be very careful because of this. Um, and, and it's not showing a lack of faith, brothers and sisters. It's showing that we, we also are very respectful and showing love for each other in a, in a lot of these things and understanding these things. Another thing is um, to that there's going to be to designate an area inside um, for people that are that are here, like like uh, lining up areas where families are going to be at, uh, which is we're very fortunate because we've got a big space here. Thank God. Right. Uh, I was talking to pastor and pastor and I were talking about or like maybe that's why the church never filled up because we were going to be in a situation where we needed to kind of be scattered within this thing. Remember, we would always tell people to get close, but now it's like we could be in a perfect spot for some of these things. But there's a lot of things that we we need to figure out as we're as we're working toward this. And it's it's coming. It's happening. Uh, we're not saying a date when it's going to be specific yet on any of these things. We're still talking through them. Um, you'll probably be hearing something more personally uh, from us where, where we'll, we'll be talking about that. But we definitely want to be able to go through some of these things. Uh, they still are, are, are saying for us to have that spacing, that six uh, feet of space. Um, here it's giving an example of seats, separations, uh, to make sure that we have that. Um, it, you know, it, it talks about, uh, you know, one thing Brother Lorenzo had talked about with the city here, which was a great idea. Uh, th that uh, that he had had was uh, in checking temperatures. So that's probably something we're going to do here. We're going to check temperatures as people are walking in. And we're probably going to only have one entrance coming in uh, that people will be coming in so we can do this. Um, they've also recommended to, to have mask uh, while you're here. Uh, again, just in case you sneeze or you cough. It, you might not show any symptoms of being sick. And, and there's a term that they use, asymptomatic, asymptomatic asymptomatic, where you are um, still carrying it. You might not show any sickness on it, but you can still give it to people. So we got to be cautious of that. Um, so Brother Lorenzo, you know, has a, a thermometer um, that we're going to be able to use. The city was very gracious to be able to give us one. They were very uh, excited that we're, we're being proactive in certain things and looking at stuff. Um, but we also need to be very considerate in cleaning. Like pastors talked about, pastor talked about this. Where, um, you know, we're not, children aren't just going to be going to the bathrooms. Ch children aren't just going to be the way, you know, this is, it's not going to be stuff like that. A parent will go with the child and, and wipe down stuff and do things that, you know, that uh, weren't normal. Because, again, we're, we are considering each other in all of this and thinking about each other. Brother, this, sister, this isn't going to be forever, but it's good practice anyways for even when the flu comes again, the normal flu. You know, we might start having brothers and sisters that aren't struggling in things like that. So it's important for uh, us to, to you know, also, like, like it talks about clean. Um, that's why we're, we'll probably section off areas where people will be sitting at. Um, I like that idea. We do have a very big church. Thank God for that. We have the ability to be able to be in different areas. Everybody's excited. We're excited for having church again. It has nothing to do with not being excited for it, but we're very blessed also um, for as we're working through this that we're still able to see and talk with you and be with you uh, in this. It's coming. It's, it's going to happen. 
um, be be uh, looking out for that information, brothers and sisters. Uh, we'll probably be sharing what some of these things are so we can make sure, um, you know, everybody, you know, has hand sanitizers, you know, is coming with all the things that are, that are, that are needed. And again, these are some examples of things that you just don't come. You don't come at all. You know, if you have a cough, a sore throat, um, uh, chills, muscle pain, head, headache, uh, loss of taste or smell, diarrhea, feeling feverish, um, or been in contact with somebody uh, with it. We care too much about each other. Uh, we need to be considerate of each other. I'm, I'm thinking about my parents. I'm thinking about Pastor. I'm thinking about Brother Renee, Dina. I'm thinking about Gabby. Uh, people that you know are are susceptible right now um, and are going through stuff. We, 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 it's 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 beautiful if we do these things, even though we're excited, and we're gonna and we're gonna find a way to do it, brothers and sisters, because God is gonna give us a way of doing it. But we've got to be cautiously um, in doing this and be very exact in how we're gonna do this. And in the multitude uh, of counselors, we find wisdom. Um, and again, I know I know Pastor. Uh, uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm grateful for hearing him today, not being so quick just to make a decision uh, and, and wanting to see how everything lays itself out. So God bless everybody, brothers and sisters. We look forward to um, seeing everybody soon. Um, but we also look forward to having service uh, Friday here uh, on YouTube and on the radio. Um, and so just be looking out for updates from us and, and what, we'll, what, you know, what the plan could be. Um, here probably tomorrow, brothers and sisters, be looking at that for tomorrow or Friday during the day. Uh, we'll try to get some information out. And keep on praying. Keep on praying. It's, this has nothing to do with faith because I think we'd all be here, but it has to do with uh, discerning things and being wise and stuff and not putting us in a situation where um, somebody could get hurt also. So God bless everybody, brothers and sisters. Thank you all, and we look forward to seeing you guys on Friday. All right? God bless you all.